You are now tuned in to the new Old Heads podcast, brought to you by BringingDownTheBand.com. No bad ideas and Coleman Dental. I am Major 7th. I make beats and I have the t-shirts to prove it. And to my left is always the one and only Longevity. Hello. To my left is always the one and only DJ J. Diff. Salutations. And on my right, at about 101.5%, the incomparable DJ Spools. Hello, Michael. How are you, sir? Doing great. How are you, man? Doing pretty good. Good. Glad to hear it. Good to see you healthy and... Thanks, man. Likewise. You know, family's <clears throat> doing good. Everybody's pre- doing well. Yeah. How about good. you? Oh, man, I can't complain, man. I'm blessed. My yep. mom's doing pretty good. Good. You know, shout out to moms. We good. That's what's up, man. Glad to hear it. How y'all doing? Pretty good. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time you guys didn't get mad about uh, Spools and I talking in a while. I think that's like, what, two episodes? Or were y'all mad the last time? Honestly, I, I'm never really mad about it. Is mad the wrong word? Probably. Yeah. Perhaps humored, humored. Yeah, that's that's it. Oh, that's well. the ticket. Well, I'm all about being positive. You are the most positive person. Thank you, sir. Alternative facts, and this is <laughs> what <laughs> that is. Alternative facts. Episode. What number are we on, gentlemen? <laughs> episode number fourteen. Fourteen. Has it been fourteen episodes? Yeah, man, we've been we we've been rocking for fourteen weeks straight. Now. Man, this is fourteen. Ep- we are approaching. What our twentieth show will be here before the you? As he says, we're, we're, we're approaching, approaching fifteen. Oh, I'm sorry. The says will be first. Yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself. I apologize. <laughs> and after that's the yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. We are the new old heads as always, and I'm going to go through the rundown. Um, well, your boy's back at it. Who? El Presidente. Oh, your boy. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, your man, Commander in Chief. The current resident in the white house <laughs> has he moved in and all that officially yeah Prop, he's in there. i don't know if he's i i they said he would be splitting time for a little bit i think his wife would have split in time a little bit no, she's know. not even yeah, supposed he's... to really live there 100 percent of the time like at all oh but he is i don't think he didn't know that he was supposed to live there the whole time yeah he's oh. like part-time i think yeah. he'll be full-time in about three months or something yeah. oh <laughs> he's on a probationary period <laughs> Go figure. I was being sarcastic. But how, yeah. how cool would that be? Man, it, well, he'll probably sign an executive order to do that shit, so he's been signing <laughs> everything else. So, What if they did build that into the political system? What's within, that? Like uh, within 90 days, every, we get to revote. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Yeah. I wonder how that would go I mean, I'm now. I'm sure there's pros and cons that I'm just not you know, thinking of. But. Because it's some people that voted for him that are shitty. Mm-hmm. Have you guys been running into, have you guys been running into any of that, like any regret or second thought pertaining to uh, how people voted? I, I at, at my job, I had somebody that actually was like, you know what, man? Had I known, and my response was, hmm. You hmm. played yourself. <laughs> you played Callous. yourself, son. You played yourself. Played I don't really yourself. talk. I don't talk about politics. To, uh, I, I try to, be to avoid with it. You, I with do. a lot of people. Um, I try to avoid it as well. The, uh, the the Trump, the people I know that did vote for Trump that I have had conversations with, uh-huh. um, haven't backed down from their vote. Oh, they're still in. Tom yep. Petty reference. Nice. Nana won't back, back down. down. Yep. I don't see anybody like <laughs> going to see Tom Petty uh, this in May. Actually, it's gonna be awesome, man. Shout, Shout out to, out to my lady friend. We're going. It's gonna be awesome. I've wanted to see Tom Petty my whole life. Nice TP for your bungo. Remember? Have you seen the movie uh, This Is Forty? No. Yeah. When she <laughs> she was hilarious. Crazy. I haven't seen it. I must have missed it. Y'all are stupid. <laughs> I synced it. Now nah, there's a scene. There's a scene in there where I believe it was Christian Wig. Is she the wife? I no. think so. Yeah. Or no, so, no, no, that's no, not no, Christian. Not Wig. Christian Wig. That's uh the same the girl that's in uh, Bridesmaids. What's her name? Her name's Kristen. There's a Kristen. Is that Wig. Kristen Wig? Kristen Wig. She's okay. on SNL. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I guess it is her then. Okay. But something happens at the schoolyard, and she goes, and she just goes off on some kid. And mm-hmm. Calls him, and you fucking look like Tom Petty. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and, and he did. The kid probably wouldn't back down. He wouldn't back down at all. He stood his ground. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, ninety day revote might be interesting. That will be interesting. We'll uh, we'll we'll see if that ever gets put into play. But what did get put into play? Seven countries. Uh, 
seven countries. There's been a ban. And I actually, I couldn't believe I saw the airport. I think it was in which, which city had the biggest, well, they had the biggest uh, rally. I cannot remember what airport it was. It was on CNN. LAX. Was it LAX? Mm-hmm. And, um, the president has signed that order to, and I don't have the specifics, but I have the countries, and I believe it goes as follows. I have Libya, the Sudan, Yemen, Iran, Iraq, and Syria. And I think we have a graph. Loans Somalia graph is also the seventh. Is Somalia the seventh? Yep, in Somalia. Those are the seven. And then there were four that, <laughs> for some reason, conveniently, uh, we're not on the list. It's magic. It's, it's magic. magic. It's yeah. magic. And I, it was Turkey, and I'm going to kill this name. We just looked it up on Google. Uh, Azerbaijan. 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 Say it 10 times fast. Not now. Okay. <laughs> Azerbaijan. Saudi Arabia, uh, UAE, and Egypt. For some reason, they were... Uh, taken excluded. out because they were excluded because I guess uh, El Presidente does business with them or has a relationship with that's, them. That's the rumor. Is that the rumor? Uh, that's not That's not facts, though. Is that alternative facts? I, I don't, I don't think it's alternative facts. Okay. It's just, I think it's just an, a coincidence, perhaps. So how, do, so how do you guys feel about the families, uh, the people that will be stranded, the families that will be split up for 90 days or so, uh, by this executive order, spools. What, what do you think about that? Because I, feel, it has, I obviously feel bad for them. I, uh-huh. That's not good um, to happen to anyone. But so I might I might play a smidge of devil's advocate here, but not necessarily devil's advocate. I had a really good conversation with a really close friend of mine about this very topic. Actually, mm-hmm. believe it or not, um, last night a lot of different things. Just catching up. Um, my buddy Eve that I uh, grew up with mm-hmm. lives down in Atlanta now. Um, but, uh, so the way he's, okay. I think there is a general fear about terrorists getting into our country. Right. Okay. Um, I also think that, um, what, what he did, I'm going to say is, was not executed very well. I I would say. Um, I think there does need to be probably a little bit more of a vetting process for people coming from places that we know have a lot of um, terrorist activity. I don't think that that's crazy or outlandish. Okay. To have some sort of... I mean... But we already have one in place, though, I think. Is it... I mean, when you look at the numbers, though, you know what I mean? Like, when you just look at the... Like, it's... Muslim... is, is Extremism is not... Like this physical thing that gets imported here, it's here, mm-hmm. right? It's an ideology, right. you know what I mean? So, With or without that, correct. So, at the end of the day, I don't think that 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 banning people from those countries, the way that they executed it, was a good idea. However, I do understand that this topic is important to a lot of people, and people, justifiably or not, feel scared about it. Okay. So, I understand why it went into 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 action like why why something happened mm-hmm. but the banning of like the quick way that it was executed not giving people a ch- i mean there's people that are legit americans that can't get back over here now. you know what i mean like or you know that are citizens of those countries that have gone over there but were born here like yeah. there's a lot of bullshit going on but it is i understand the fear behind it i understand that it's important people i think obviously what you said mike like the people who got stranded that's terrible you know but i understand where it's coming from i just don't think i think it's like a it's kind of like the wall. It's it's just a not really well thought out plan based kind of in fear that doesn't get to the root of the actual issue. I'm, I'm going to so. challenge the where it's coming from, and, and here's my angle. Is this, when you say I understand where it's coming from, is this something that is that has been thought out, like you said, about the execution? Is it something that has been thought out and that is... Uh, executed so that it can immediately provide safety or is this a power play to say i told you i was going to do this in my campaign so let me rush and do it probably both a little bit of both yeah okay okay because that that's that's what i get from it it's i i told you guys i was going to do it so let me hurry up and do it yeah and i'm not going to think about it there's not going to be uh 
pros and cons. It's not going to be we're going to think about the ramifications of what might happen. We're going to think about how people might be inconvenienced. We're just going to do it because I said I was going to do it. My campaign's been built on it. Look, I did it. Like right. that's how it struck me when it happened because it happened like within the first what? How fast was it before we I did mean, that? He's only first been in office like uh, 11, 12 10, days, eleven days it's within now. a week. Wow. Essentially, so I chal- yeah. I challenged the validity of it because it's like I feel like he just did it to say that he was going to do it. I know, uh, you know Diff, you were going to jump in. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm trying to understand like where is this fear coming from? Because like the the first for real terrorist attack. Well, that's not the first, but the one that got got everybody paying attention to terrorist acts was nine eleven. Right. All right, so of course nothing on that magnitude has happened since. There was the the incident in uh was it San Bernardino last yeah, but those um, October or something like that. But those weren't that refugees, so yeah, they weren't refugees. Which so people seem to think there's that's a false narrative. Yeah, I'm not understanding where this fear of um, refugees and people from the Muslim religion is coming from. Um, one, especially since. Trump's mom is a, uh, she was a refugee or immigrant. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. All his wives have been immigrants. I do know that. Um, The people, the countries. Tammy Faye Baker or something. I don't know. No, that's like the. I'd have to Google that. I'd have to Google that. She's the like evangelist lady. Oh, no, it was Zsa Gabor, right? No. He was, huh? I don't think so. No, Ivana Trump. That's who it was. Yeah, she was an immigrant as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching. Sorry, I'm all over the place. Yeah. Tammy Faye Baker, was she like Like, She was a religious (laughs) dude. She was like a a tele. uh, Boy, what are they called? Was he married to um, uh, Murphy Brown? Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's who it was. (laughs) But yeah, like, I'm not understanding the whole fear. And Mm. and I'm not going to live my life based on fear. Mm. So if I'm on a plane. I'm not really worried about somebody having on a hijab or, you know what I'm saying? That that just doesn't, because I know, for one, I know there's people on that plane that's probably nervous because I'm on it. Well, Real if you talk, don't talk that, you know what I'm saying? Talk so that talk right there. I'm not really that's, worried about that. Okay. I mean, you, I see, everybody I see. In, in this room, I, I can probably know that they went to school with somebody that wears that kind of attire mm-hmm. no doubt about it you know what i'm saying were you scared of them worked with no so well, let me i want to clarify too what i meant by un- understanding where the fear comes from it's not i'm not justifying it by saying mm-hmm. that i just i'm saying i understand it probably it comes from from some people where a lot of fear for a lot of other things that you don't know shit about comes from okay so dig it. i'm certainly dig not it. justifying trump's action right by doing it but that's I, a good point. I, I, I get. I get why people are. It's the same reason people get scared about shit that doesn't really maybe have that large of an impact as much as they think. Mm-hmm. It's it it is. I'm not blaming the media by any means, but it's right. stuff that gets sometimes stirred up within the media or by the media. It's what is going on in, in Syria right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's ISIS. It's the attack that happened in Orlando, they tried to say that that you know had the guy nothing that, to do. With I know, that. but they but this it, it it that still stays in people's minds because mm-hmm. it's stuck in mind. I remember that's what they reported originally. Mm-hmm. I know that what you said is true. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's so the unknown. I'm trying really hard not to say it's like dumb American shit. <laughs> I mean, right. if that he's kind keep of it, pandering keep it a to bill, though, it is. Yeah, because America is supposed to stand for home of the free, which free stands for free religion. Uh-huh. It stands for you're supposed to be free to walk out of your house and do whatever the hell you want. I mean, within reason. Right. It's not breaking laws and stuff like that. But people are so hell-bent on America is supposed to be a Christian um, country. Yes. There's so many more religions here. Like, true. who said that Trump is a Christian? You know, like, what of, kind of practices has he done to make you believe that he's a Christian? It doesn't even matter. That's right. the sad part. Mm. doesn't matter. It's it's that's a lot the sad of sad part, dude. You know what I mean? Like that's what sucks. That's what that's the part that when I get real apathetic, like I was a week or two, week or two ago about this shit doesn't matter. Like mm-hmm. because that's the truth. It doesn't matter. It's so where's the fear coming from? You know what I the mean? The fear it's the, comes it's that from same the same reason that it doesn't matter that people get upset or that people get upset about this being a Christian nation, but he doesn't. No one knows what about his religion. It's Which, the same. It's a fear of the unknown. It's a fear of these people don't look like me. I can't relate to these people. Right. I'm a Christian or I 
a lot of times it's not even necessarily Christians. It's just white people that know a lot of Christians. They don't maybe not know a lot of Muslim people. And then right. people that claim they're Christians, they're fake Christians, because if you really want to go by Christian principles, the thing that you're scared of does not align with what you're supposed to believe in. So, I, but I agree. I think it's the fear of the unknown. I, I think it's just general. I don't think the people like are not afraid. I feel right. like I feel like people really are afraid. I just feel like they're not quite in tune with where they let fear dominate logic. Maybe stopping and thinking, why am I really afraid? What am I really yeah. afraid of? See, I think that's it. I think you know, that's it because I, who am I to say that somebody can't be scared of something they don't understand? Like the unknown. It, it's it's. I think everything trickles down or, or piggybacks off one another like spools talks about uh he made a good point when he talks about the presentation you talk about the news you talk about the media i think all of that stuff it, it, it's like it builds on it just builds on top of the uncertainty you just put more and more uncertainty on top of it so in one instance you got people that are on the plane like uh like diff said and there are people that are genuinely scared and borderline terrified or frightened if they see that they see that person that comes in that's wearing their religion uh, their religious clothing Right. But I think that that to me, that's the part that's it's a little weird, because on one hand, you got people that are genuinely scared. Right. Or that are genuinely, genuinely uncomfortable or they just aren't aware. But then you got people that are just like they want to do it because it seems cool or it sounds cool to say that these people shouldn't be able to come over or they're just being, you know, what I'm saying just being assholes about it. Like, I hate to say it, but that's it. So. That's the fine line for me because I don't know the people that are genuinely scared or genuinely concerned or genuinely worried versus the people that are just being assholes about it. Right. You know, there's people, I mean, there's people from all countries in this world that want to come over and probably do harm to us, man. You know? This is making it even worse. Yeah. I mean, it's just, so, you know. So at this point, is he, is he trying to spark a war? I mean, it's that same, those same steps towards like an isolationist type approach that we had talked about last week or two mm-hmm. weeks ago steve it's kind of in line with with that same thought for better or worse steve you know Kerr i don't think this point. is a great idea i don't think right. doing this is a really really good idea but i know why it, it for all the reasons we've all said is the reason you know is why it, it came about and it's fear know. fear dominating yeah, and I, mean, I saw like num- the numbers of people actually killed in real terrorist attacks. You know, within the last eight years or something. Mm-hmm. Like all, all white terrorist groups. And mm. it's there's more people have died in that time being right struck here. by lightning. And more people have died. I think what I saw like it was an infographic of um, like fixing the lawnmower, trying to mm-hmm. fix the lawnmower, and they died. In opposed falling to falling out actual. of bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fear mongering. You know That's what it is, though. I mean. I get the fear. I understand. It's like I said, I, I do. understand and let's, it. And let's be real, guys. We've never really been a melting pot country. It's always kind of been told to us. I mean, not to get off on a tangent or anything, Mike, but like just real quick. I mean, it's never, if anything, we, we've been more like, a, I think one of the, some theory book I'd written, but read a while ago, it's like like a salad. We're not a melting pot of like a soup where everything kind of just intertwines. It's like a salad where everything kind of stays. It's kind of separate between yeah. mm-hmm. itself, yeah. You know, so when you look but back through the analogy, history yeah. of shit, it's just kind of yeah. like, nah, man. Like You mean like when you go to Chicago and you have different neighborhoods? Like oh. immediately? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. within feet of each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but you have, you know, this part of town, this part of town, it's yeah. all different cultures. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, Mus- there's, a lot of, there's a lot of Muslim communities like... Um, in the Midwest, man, like I believe it's Dearborn, Michigan has one of the largest in the country, mm-hmm. and like things are really good there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like high education rates, high employment rates, all that stuff. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's that makes it all the more interesting of like banning these particular. You know, let's see. There's a lot of obviously Muslim influence from those countries. <laughs> you know? No doubt about Definitely. it. So. No doubt about it. But it is ironic that Saudi Arabia is not on the list. Yeah, as exactly. well as Turkey. So, I I I I can't wait to see uh, if there's any validity to <laughs> the part about him yeah. doing business, because that at this point there are so many things in my life that I see that are <laughs> not as far fetched as I once thought they might be. Would that really surprise you if that came out? No, nah. wouldn't surprise, yeah. me, wouldn't surprise me at all. I I was saying coincidence early is to be ironic. Like it's a coincidence. Like 
as being sure. Ironic, I understand. Yeah. You know, uh, like like do y'all think that it was like? Are you surprised that Trump fired Sally Yates, um, which who was the the acting attorney general because she didn't side with him on the ban? Not at all. Hmm. Exactly. That that doesn't surprise me I didn't at even, all. Didn't even yeah. hear about that. Yeah, that he happened the, yesterday. He pulled the trigger quick, and, and and it's it's a power trip. Like I I swear to you, man. So he fired somebody because they didn't agree with the ban. Yeah, they. She doesn't. The acting attorney general, Sally Yates, doesn't side with him on the ban. So she was fired yesterday. Can he just fire people? I I, I, I that sound like a moron. I should know if he I, can I, actually I feel like do I should. I didn't. But like, I didn't think you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> It happened. It happened. Like, she literally, like, <laughs> got dismissed. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. I actually saw that. Um, and the huh. <laughs> the news coverage, everybody's jaw was on the ground like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you just fire, you just going to fire her because she thought she opposed slightly or I don't know how aggressive she no, was she, about she it. She opposed it but altogether, she, but, but at, she, in the same token, either this way, is your like, attorney general. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Exactly. If, who if was that, experienced. <laughs> If that doesn't frighten people, yeah, what what it, what will? That should be the real fear right there. It's a power trip, man. It definitely is. I so mean, this whole cabinet trip. is full of people that don't have a clue what's going on. Somebody that's been in position as the attorney general since Obama has been in office and knows some something about her job was let go because she doesn't side with him mm-hmm. on his ban. Yeah. And Steve Bannon is essentially running the country, so and it's on the low too, say, and it's on the low. I got to read some of the some more of the stuff. I've seen all these headlines and read a little bit about some of this stuff, but it's just so yeah. much right now. It's, it's, it's there's a lot going on. Man. It's a lot to digest. It's a lot to sit back and think about. It's a lot of stuff to put into perspective. It is, and it's a lot of stuff to come. Like, I really hate having to talk about it every week. I, it's like yeah, it's yeah, I agree. It's like every. Not even week. This is stuff that happens daily. He, right. There's something done daily. Right. I don't remember having to talk about what the president has done on an everyday basis. Negatively, though. Negatively. Like, that's the part. Like, everything that we've discussed thus far has been negative. And we haven't talked about the fact that other countries have come out and banned U.S. citizens from going into them. Like, I believe Iran and Iraq, I think I heard. Um, and also that Colombia and another South American city or country has come behind to support Mexico with the whole wall thing as well. Mm-hmm. Steve Kerr's father got killed when he was 18 because he was uh, not studying abroad, but working abroad. And he got killed, terrorist attack. So they asked Steve, they said, how do you feel about, um, you know, the, the ban and, and, and the certain countries? He said, I think, I'm paraphrasing here, obviously, but he said he thinks it's going to incite some form of war, right? Because. Absolutely. Because you're shutting these people off and it's it's going to cause tension. And this is a dude who had his father killed by terrorism. And he's like, nah, this is not the way. This is not the way. The wife of one of the the people that was killed by the San Bernardino terrorist attack came out and said the same thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. that's perspective for it, you. H- hate begets hate, you know. Like, yep. and fear is part of hate. It goes into yep. it. It's it's that. This is the stuff that when we were talking about for a long time, a lot of anti-Trump people were saying, "Well, this is what's going to happen. This mm-hmm. is this is the fear." Yep. My fear was exactly what's starting to happen with other countries saying, "We don't want Americans here." Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to back. We are against America now. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's Guys, the others. A, that's the. A- there's a lot of people in the in the world that don't like us. Yeah, this, and they don't like us anyway. And this furthers it even farther, and you know, and almost substantiates it. Um, I read today on CNN. Who knows how accurate Man, they watch, are I watch anymore? CNN more than but ever. that China, um, something, some dealings with Trump and China, and China flashed a nuclear bomber over seas somewhere that was Taiwan. It was something about Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Some dealings with Taiwan and. China apparently sent a nuclear bomber. It's not a game, man. Yeah. It is to, not uh, a game. It's supposed to be going over there to Thailand, which you is know, right was, next door to I was, Taiwan. I was thinking about you today and the fact that people are going and the people that I know that are going out of the country and I'm just like Be careful. Thinking man. to myself. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I got down to Mexico and back before the wall went up. Hmm. How is the plane gonna get over a wall? I know, exactly. Man. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did y'all see guys, that tweet make though? Sense, guys, sixteen billion dollars, right? You know how much money that is. It's a lot. Um, it's a lot to Real build quick. a wall. That there's already walls. Yeah. Real quick, and people tunnel under them. Like it just it's been going on. Did y'all see that tweet um, about the lady who voted for Trump? And now her husband or somebody is stuck. Is stuck. Yes. Oh yeah. I did. And she's so mad. She's mad. Talking about she should have never voted for Trump. How do people? Well, common who, sense should have told you you shouldn't have voted for Trump. But I mean, that's neither here nor there because it's like we keep talking about this shit every week um, about how <laughs> Trump is going to do this or he's doing this and doing that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, it's like we're beating a dead horse at this point, and we can't help it because it's something every fucking week. Yeah, I'm tired of talking about his ass. Yeah, it's Facts, getting, it's getting true old. indeed. Let's I'll, talk about something else. Now. <laughs> moving on, <laughs> moving on. Um, spools and loan. Um, or we could talk about Peyton Manning. Oh, you uh, oh, oh, money. Stay on the savagery. Old Trump train here. Savagery. He <laughs> knew I wasn't going there, so he hey, jumped in. Peyton Manning's <laughs> my favorite quarterback of all time. Hey, he's one of my top five athletes. Favorites ever, I mean, but he's, but he's he, a coat. So I mean, appa- de- apparently, <laughs> apparently, my guy P Money, y'all know how I feel about P Money. So apparently, P Money spoke at a Republican some type of event he's hosted been by them Trump for a minute. or something. I don't know. So, unfortunately, one of my heroes is aligning or has some form of alliance, maybe with. Nah, ain't no old maybe. boy. I mean, he was, but a, he hasn't come out publicly. He was in a. Him, I think he? it's more GOP related. I mean, he was yeah. he okay. was a Bush supporter twice. Okay. Um, so there's that, but and you know, you know, spools, spools. I went when I got the notification. You know, spools is going to tell it like this. Like you said, the GOP. You said he voted for Bush twice. I said okay, so I can formulate my opinion based off what Lone has told me. When spools sends it through, it's like, oh man. Did y'all see Peyton Manning and Donald Trump playing golf the other day, man? They had went out to dinner. No, I, I know think you just playing basketball. I think that's how he sold it to me. So I don't, I don't think so. I, I think didn't it say was anything about nothing. Any so of here, here's a it short story. It was just story. a post. Oh, it was a short post, and I commented, "Master fucking P." How yeah, am I supposed it. to take that? <laughs> so How here's am I the, supposed to take so here's the thing. But, but when you did the Tom Brady one, I liked that one too. Okay. Like, but here's man, the thing. Mike didn't even respond to me posting that. I noticed page. that. He yeah. just posted the tr- Tom Brady right. one. Don't get it With twisted. the hat in the back. Stay woke. Stay woke on the mop. Which is why I was like, yeah. you know oh, this man. was like a year ago. Stay woke Ooh, on the mafia. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> hey, stay woke on the mafia. But anyway... um, Back to what I originally was saying. Uh-huh. You guys posted the uh, the graph. Oh, now yeah. I, I told Spools I was going to um, throw that to him because he is uh, he has studied this graph or looked at the graph. But it's something, if I'm not mistaken, about the trend for employment versus manufacturing. Yeah, shit. We're the- going to end up having to talk about Trump again. Continue, but basically, what this graph is showing. Um, I've sent it to Sean. I'll probably have it pulled up right now as I'm talking. Okay. Um, I'm gonna pull it up. But. Um, it's U.S. manufacturing output versus employment from 1947 to 2014. And basically what it shows, as you'll see, is that output has steadily increased. Mm-hmm. Um, took a dip there after 2005, you know, right into kind of 2010, and then kind of has come back up to the level it was at in the mid-2000s, I guess. However, employment... Um, has you know while it kind of steadily it increased steadily up until about 1980 mm-hmm. since then it kind of has slowly declined with a massive drop off in the early 2000s um an even further slide in the late 2000s to where we're at now okay yeah, looks like this the second major dip was right around when the housing stuff happened around 2008 yeah mm-hmm. so this is just again manufacturing employment not overall employment um, you know, versus the output. So okay. I just posted this. It's just kind of interesting. I'm, what I'm trying to do with Trump as much as possible is, tr- is again, trying to be objective. I know it's really hard, and I hope nobody takes offense to what I'm saying there. But Not at all. You can tell it to um, you. I want to see what I'm still looking at. My Again, I think I talked about this. My dad voted for him on the whole anti-establishment thing, right? Okay. And kind of some of these moves that he's making are kind of anti-establishment, you know, type moves in my uneducated opinion admittedly but 
you know, the whole, you know, looking at that, Sean made a good point when I posted this. A lot of it, I think this has to do with automation. Okay. Um, yeah. As well as outsourcing. Uh, I think Sean also made the point about NAFTA and, you know, things that. But I think just general outsourcing, you know, companies moving, you know, jobs overseas or it's just interesting Mexico. i mean the how serious the graph is yeah, you know the drop it, off is is major <laughs> is very very obvious I, I think it speaks to uh just to piggyback off what what brad's saying is um america being behind <clears throat> a lot okay um you know it, when we when we talk about trump and the isolationist idea mm-hmm. um is he for or against nafta today I know he's probably flip flopped twenty times in the past. I'm sure he has. I'm not um, sure. I wouldn't call. But, I wouldn't call but, it because he's. And probably, I, I don't probably, necessarily mean NAFTA in general, but he's probably changed. He so probably just NAFTA, changed now. So when NAFTA came out, we grew up in Anderson. So when NAFTA came out with Clinton, yeah, we saw GM Delco Remy just disappear from Anderson. Yeah. Major, major, Gone. major, major factories, and we were a major manufacturing city. Yep, we're talking lifelong. Out of high school in the seventies, yep. you knew you had a job for life, and then they. My all, father worked for General Motors, so yep. my grandfather did. My pops worked for Navistar. Yep. So here, right yep. around that time, two thousand is when it started going down, and I I would say it probably had a lot to do with with two things. I, I would say automation and outsourcing. Yep. And the the one thing that I think me being in in, I mean that's my background is manufacturing, mm-hmm. and that were anyways. Um, any job out there, I'm just going to drop this and leave it be any job out there that can be automated will be automated period. Whether you, whether you like the idea or not, whether you want to stay in the past or not, if we're going to grow in general as a society, it's going to focus on educating yourself or getting, er, we need to focus education in general in our country moving forward towards putting people in the right positions to be educated, not just to do manufacturing jobs, right. but to do jobs that will run the manufacturing, you know? So to that point, I think the expect, like, so two things uh, tying that back to Trump. So one, the idea of bringing more jobs to the United States that he pushed during his campaign and us making a kind of making shit again, like we used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, cool idea i don't think that's a bad idea however um i just don't know how realistic it is and see that's and that's the issue you know unless by being more isolationist we essentially cut ourselves off not completely but from just globalization in general we can just be little mini north korea and we just make our own that's funny you say (laughs) that because that's exactly what i think about this whole thing yeah like this, that went through my head literally like a day or so ago. It's like this is on some North Korea shit. Like really, I, I feel like I understand where the logic is trying to come from, especially from his generation. Mm-hmm. I, but being in manufacturing for as long as I have been, going to school for it, everything's going to be automated. You know, it's like when people are complaining about, oh, uh, you know, I, I always would see the argument of, you know, the, around the mi- minimum wage thing mm-hmm. and be like, well, this is what's going to happen if, if you know, if, right. if prices go up, then if we have to pay you more, then we're going to automate. We're going to automate anyways. Right. They're going towards it. That's just a cop out. Mm-hmm. That's where we're going. Like, people need to know that it's going towards be automated technology. That's be where we for it. We have that, to edu- that wasn't the bad thing that he was that he was kind of trying to stress during his campaign though like you said that's not necessarily a bad thing trying to keep stuff over here as far as jobs are concerned and keep the money in our pocket but at the same time the way that you're going about doing it makes no sense it's like you know he he doesn't have a clue as far as how to make that happen yeah i'm big on relationships and I understand the con the concept sounds good um at a glance because why not you know keep stuff in house build more job have more jobs more opportunity mm-hmm. for people here in the states I get that there's a direct correlation to that with us with people that we know that would be able to get more jobs I'm, so I'm ve- I, I, I'm I very pro American as far as the stuff that I buy but at the same general, time it's yeah. like I think if you're gonna go through you're gonna go about it that way or you're gonna go through the process of trying to um, 
enrich the United States, you can't shit on the relationships that you that we've had right. all this built time over years and alienate those in yeah. order to do it. That to me is the part that's ridiculous because you can't you can't to me you can't alienate those relationships Hell. in order to get to where we're trying to go. We're in so much debt with these countries too. Exactly. It's like so so we're in debt with you, but we ain't rocking with you though. That's what I'm saying. That doesn't make sense. It to makes me. no sense. That doesn't make sense. Sounds to like me. how wars start to me. I exactly. Don't know. <laughs> you <Yeah>. think? <laughs> you think? World sure War Three is among us. I know. But anyways, yeah. let's enough, talk about some other shit. Like Spool yes. said, enough of that negative. Well, this is kind of negative too. Talk about but, some other <laughs> shit. Um, but this is funny negative. So Super Bowl. We can do Super Bowl. <laughs> um, I'm not ready to make my pick yet. Oh, really? Huh. Uh, we still have some time. How can you not be ready, though? I'm you gonna have ahead. to we, be we, ready. We, we actually, don't have time. We, we actually don't, don't have, time. have time. I thought we had time. We don't. No. Um, I think this is going to be a good one. I think it's going to be high scoring. Um, but I want to throw it around. I want to toss it around the room for picks because I think I know which way Spools is going. I I got a great idea where I think he's going. Mm-hmm. You two, I'm not sure about. So we can start with Long. Long, give me a score. Oh, score prediction. Oh, uh, I'm, I don't have a score. no scores. Okay, give me give 37, me 20 Falcons. Thirty-seven twenty Falcons. Finals. I mean, not finals. Super Bowl MVP Matt Ryan. Uh, Mm-mm. give me an offensive lineman name. I don't An offensive lineman. I know that's why I'm going there. <laughs> mm. Nice. The entire offensive line is going to win it. Okay. I don't think he's doing. I don't think that's real. Um, <laughs> Jay Diff. I'm rocking with the Falcons. Okay. Julio Jones. MVP. MVP. Bradley. Uh, I'm going to go 38-28. Patriots. Legarrette Blount as the MVP. I like LeGarrette Blunt. Yeah, me too. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, I I think I'm going to go. Um, I'll go twenty. I'll go twenty-seven. I'll go twenty-seven twenty-four. Falcons over the Mafia. I got Matt Ryan as a Super Bowl MVP. I think they'll be able to score one more time more than Thomas. And, and the guys, I yeah, I think thirty-eight, thirty-one, maybe Patriots. I got the Patriots by seven, <coughs> seven, Patriots seven by to seven. ten, probably. I got twenty. Uh, I got twenty-seven, twenty-four. I think it'll be more of a, a little bit more of a defensive battle than, than I think we all going to anticipate. That's why I came down a little bit on the score, but I just think Matt Ryan and Julio will score one more time than uh, the Mafia. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be. I, I just hope it's a competitive game. To be honest with you, I, do I don't not really care who wins that much, but. Uh, I, I care. would just like a competitive game. I do care, but I do want a competitive game. Mm-hmm. So, hey, after after the Falcons destroyed Green Bay, I'm going. They're winning by 17. 17. Hey, see, I, I got it closer. To, I got I it closer that. than that because I, I can't. I ain't gonna disrespect Thomas. They cheat, but I'm not gonna disrespect them. <laughs> yeah. The offensive line is just going to you know run all over them. Yeah. Mm. Shit, I'm just looking forward to the Super Bowl food, man. I don't really care. Now yeah. that, my friend, is a very good call. Any, I don't have any plans for the Super Bowl. I do. I got a few. Actually, bounce around a couple places. Bounce okay. around. Yep. I usually like to get somewhere and stay put for a Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Stay I, do, put I usually for a do long first time. half, second half. Got you. Me and my guy, shout out to my man DC. Me and DiCarlo went to, uh, we did Twin Peaks last year. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I still have dope. never been to a Twin Peaks. Twins are good up Twin, there. Twin are Peaks they? is dope. Yeah. yeah. Good atmosphere. Cool. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, moving on. Um, I guess I don't think you guys really heard. I don't think you guys heard uh, uh, Brian snap on Barkley, but I read. Brian, I read yeah. the text. You know, he, he uh, went kind of hard. He went in. I don't agree with him bringing Barkley's personal life into it. I think he had facts on. You know, I guess he says out of shape and uh, that type of stuff. But when he starts talking about <laughs> Barkley throwing somebody through a window, and he did. He did. Um, Barkley uh, showing up late to the All-Star Weekend and yeah, spitting on a, spitting on a kid and all that. I'm thinking as a LeBron fan, I'm like, come on, man, you better than that. He didn't, he didn't even go at you that hard. He just said you were whining about adding another player. So. My my only thing with that is that though Barkley 
doesn't care. He doesn't. Like he'll say it. You know, like I think I to me as somebody who's not like a huge like LeBron fan or a Barkley fan, not that I hate him or anything. It's just it was funny to me. I was just like, oh, oh very I was like, oh, somebody finally said something to Barkley and it was legitimate. I thought I thought it was a joke. I thought I didn't think the text was real when I first read it. So yeah, he he snapped. He went off the deep end, and um, I think for the first time I'm seeing a mentally fatigued LeBron. I think this is the first time where he's like, all right, man, I'm getting older Shit, now. They didn't lost eight games in the man, past month. The Jesus. clock is ticking on me. We got to make moves. He? He's 32, but he's played like 35 year old minutes. This is like thir- it's 13th season. 14. 14. So, you know, I, this is I'm the first so time I've seen hearing him. all these fucking excuses for LeBron James. <laughs> now they excuses. It's not even that when we fatigue. That's it, why he's going off. I just like, think like he a, is. Like a weirdo on fucking Twitter yeah. on Charles it's, Barkley. Over it's not shit. even that with me. It's, it's more along the lines of just like I'm tired of hearing about Trump. I'm mm-hmm. kind of hearing tired of hearing about what LeBron James has going on. Hey, I don't really get he, He's not the 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 face of the NBA. You the don't NBA, think so? No, he's, I mean, the NBA is full of awesome players right now. No, I understand that, but you don't think he moves the needle more than anybody else? I right now? So. I, I mean, yeah. I think possibly, every, yeah, I think but I'm he tired of hearing news. about it, though. I feel you, I feel you. I, I don't care you. about all this shit. I just, I get sick of hearing about the, um, like this shit. Like, I don't care about what he said it's on Twitter. Just, eh. um, yeah, and now that I know about it, yeah, it's lame that he did it. Yeah. I, I agree. However, I'll always give the benefit. We don't know what we don't know. We never could be do. some more behind that. I just think it's the funny. mentally fatigued shit is. I'm not buying that. That's just too much for me. Like, <laughs> for the, he's just I'm not so saying, tired, I'm you not, guys. I'm don't, not saying that's an just excuse. I'm just yeah. saying this is the first time I'm seeing dude mm. actually get out of character and break down. But, that's what mm. I meant when I said that. But I mean, it ain't no excuse. I just wish it was more about basketball. That's what I'm saying, man. Because at the beginning of the season, LeBron was like he felt like he was playing in the 18 year old's body for the most part. And now it's kind of swaying the other way. And he's leading the league in minutes. I hate le- that. Yeah, yeah that's he's playing definitely. thirty-eight minutes a night, which is ridiculous at his age. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I heard they, they were heard. working out Lance Stevenson. Oh, God. is that real? Mm. Oh, God. I heard that today. Rumor. Dude. I heard that too. But <laughs> so ridiculous. Stacking that team up over and over. And over. It's just crazy. I mean, it's crazy. Lance to me, Stevenson man. isn't a stack though. No. Mario if Chalmers. If he's, he's your tenth man. I think that's pretty goddamn. Lance, I think Lance, Lance Stevenson should have never. His best <laughs> fit was the Pacers. Period. He fit very well with that dynamic. He did. He he was chasing the paper. He was. He's what did I hear not recently? getting. He's not even getting that because I think some in his contract. Um, some stipulation. He some had. stipulation. So he's not even getting what he was chasing. Yep. The Pacers offered him the best deal he could have got, and anywhere else. He's definitely coming off the bench. He was a role player on the Pacers. He fit perfectly. Yep. So he's he's not a decision. I just think it, we just keep it's always comes up with LeBron, like even when it sticks to basketball, like not on the court, like the you know, Charles Barkley, you know, which let it's me, not cool the way he said what he said either, <laughs> but like he had his a point. Yeah, yeah. He does. Like, it's just getting, you know, oh, we need this, and I need this, and I need this, and we need It's just like, man, just yeah, fucking I'm, take I'm your so team and just play, man. Like, that, just play. That shit is monotonous. I'm They're tired really of good. that shit. It's You're like, really good, just like you are. He's I the first player that that is pretty much defining who's on his squad. I, I think it's hilarious that that's held against him, because it, when you play for a Greg Popovich and you have a Spurs great organization, you don't have to worry about being the general manager. When you play for the Lakers with Dr. Jerry Buss, when you play for the Celtics when they had Danny Ainge, who's a great GM, these are things that star players don't have to worry about. But when you get to Cleveland with incompetent Dan Gilbert, Griffin's doing his thing. He went out and got Smith. He went out and got uh, Shump last year. You know what I'm saying? Re- re- notice re- he didn't do this shit when, with Pat Riley. No, because Pat Riley is an OG. He's an old school guy, and they ran a great organization. Didn't yeah. have to. But I think there's there's structure with Pat Riley. Pat Riley is an OG. He has structure. So you're saying the reason he is doing this is because they have a fairly weak GM? I think the reason that he's doing this is because, A, it's smart to add another playmaker when you got him and Kyrie as the only two. I think there's nothing wrong with adding. I, I mean, who else is going to run the point? J.R. Smith, he hurt. Uh, Kay Felder, he's a rookie. So right. who else is going to run the offense? No, that's true. So I, I get it in terms of uh, it's not like he's asking. That's the for only guard that the, and LeBron's not even a guard. So 
that's the only other like one we, or two they have on that entire team. I'm talking about when you talk about actual play, like people that can actually run the offense. That's all I'm saying. I like Shump, but he can't run the offense. Right, he's a role player. You know what I'm saying? But it's not like he's asking for Chris Paul. Like just bring in another guy, like Mo Williams last year, but he's he's gone now. But that's neither here nor there. At the end of the day, I think it's about getting refocused and just playing. Like stay out the media. Like there's yeah, no need man. to be talking it's, in the media. There's yeah, no need to be old. doing all that. That's old. Like, Maybe that's the part that bothers me. Is that's is corny? The, like, that it, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, I know when I said just keep your team is is like I'm not saying don't don't go out and get players and make your team better, but it's just like fuck. Like, stay out the media, man. Yeah, like, man, that gets old. Yeah, that's corny. Like he he's better than that. I, I agree 100 percent with that. Keep the locker room talking. The locker room. Period. Holler at your players. Period. Let's keep it moving. Period. Next subject. Period. You the best. You the best player in the league, fam. So Man. stay out the media, handle it better. I don't know what they doing, but I don't neither. Uh. <laughs> but on another positive, on another different, on another note, Spools did bring this to the table, which is dope. It is easily ninety four degrees in this room it's right now. I should everybody know. So, yeah, it, it is, explains. but it's cool though. We soldiers. Um, <laughs> cream, cash rules everything around me. Cream get the money. Thank you. 1994 Loud Records. Today is when that album dropped. That single was was released. Or I'm sorry, the single single. for Cream. Man. man. It's a great one. It's one of my favorites for sure. Is that one of the top? Is that one of the top? We we, we talk about Troy. I'm saying we talk about all-time great hip-hop records. We talked about Troy a couple episodes back. Mm Mm-hmm. I think Cream is one of those records. I think so too. Without like a, across the board. Doubt, yeah. I think Cream is one of those records. I you can think? rock with that because I mean Wu Tang when they when they came on the scene, the the first was uh what was the first single Protection they had? Net. Protection Net. Protection okay, Net, yeah. so this was like the first time like a whole well it ain't the first time a whole crew came on and was spitting, but like all of them were just so dynamic in what they did. Yeah. So when Cream came out, I mean, you got to hear, you know what I'm saying, the differences and how they rhyme yep. and yep. and stuff like that. So I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely one of the one of the top hip hop joints out there. I can I can rock with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cream to me, Cream is has got to be mentioned. That's like all time great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you think about that album, you think about like he said, the the difference in the artist, the versatility in the in the clan. Now everybody wasn't cold. That's, that's a whole that's a whole nother show yeah. mm-hmm. because it's it's some average in the Wu Tang. But they all had different styles. There there weren't anybody there well, there isn't anybody in the Wu Tang clan that, that raps the same as the their next counterpart. That's true. Facts. So I saw it transpire. I have mm-hmm. always been they've always been like my favorite of all time. So yeah. I'll defend them. I'm, I'm but there out, aren't I'm you know, there are a couple dude, as we already know, so like a couple uh group couple wise. cats that yeah, I second, like, I, I second that in terms of, yeah, duos or groups, whatever you want to call it. I, I am pro-outcast. Um, there's also a event that's going to be popping, but I'll save that long because I know you want to touch on uh, the uh, Midwest League that came out. Uh, well, kind of. Kind of, somewhat. Uh, it's been in local news. Uh figured we should probably at least address it since we've done those in the past. Mm-hmm. Right, through bringing down the band, that is. And the re- yeah, and the reason why we don't do it anymore is exactly because of what happened this year. Um, we did, so So, just for a little backstory, mm-hmm. Midwest League is a, a is a local magazine. You, yeah, would, magazine. you would know better than I do. You know, they've been around for a while. Right. Um, they released a vote, you nominate your own people, uh, and then go and vote for the people. Um, right. And people... Rappers, I mean, there's a whole bunch of categories there, but essentially, rappers are upset that they're not listed because they didn't. A probably don't know that it's not them nominating, and B they didn't get nominated. Right. So there's just a lot of fuckery around that. Mm. We've dealt with it in the past. We decided not even to do one this year, mm-hmm. um, but essentially that's why we don't do it anymore because mm. there's no real good way to. To do nominations, you know, like if we sit down and, and, you know, and I trust our tastemakers at bringing down the band more so than most websites. I would agree. 
Um, and if we're and if we're subjective about who we select, because we watch people and mm-hmm. what they do, um, if we make those selections and we put those people out there, there's still going to be fifty butthurt rappers. Like, why mm-hmm. am I not put on there? Or why am I not this? Or, and I get it. They try to work hard at what sure. they do. Sure. Um, so, at the end of the day, it's just a popularity contest, and there's it really holds no merit. Mm-hmm. We, we just did it. Our main intent for doing it was for people to find out about other people in the city. Right. And for every category, we would have like a playlist of all the songs. So we would have a a thing where if people read it, which most people don't read, Mm -hmm. it said, it's like, Hey, this thing is just so that we can get familiar, listen to them all, vote for your favorite, you know, the end. And, but we had all the songs, the albums linked to it. You could go check them out if you want. And some people did. Some people did legitimately go and check them all out. Right. Most people just voted for their friends. Mm -hmm. And called it a day. You know, um, and that's when we did the nominations. Mm -hmm. When we opened it up to be open nominations to try to be more quote unquote fair, Mm -hmm. that's when it turned all fuckery because people were nominating people in categories that didn't belong. Hmm. You know, somebody won one category I hadn't even heard of before. Yeah. You know, it was just like, it was like, all right, this is nonsense. So at the end of the day, the Midwest League thing, you know. Yeah, and I I don't fault them at all. I mean, they're just doing, they're a platform for you. So you should should actually at least try to get in good with them. But my whole thing is everybody feels like they're entitled to a position rather than making the moves to make you know be noticed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um Jay Brookins posted or shared a video last right. night I think shout on to Facebook Jay about that. It was yeah, shout to Jay Brookins, man. That was that was needed to be heard by Was it the right, Ruslan with well, the Ruslan one that I yeah. shared on Yeah, on the I think so. Too. But yeah. um what it I I just don't get um the dynamic or how people um get so upset about these awards because they're not nominated. Um, it should. If anything, it should influence you to do better. Try harder. Work harder. Work harder. It's entitlement. And try to try try to. I mean, pave your pave your own way. The you know video, what I'm saying? The video spools talked about to me was quite impressive. Yeah, and it's the I'm nice syndrome because that's what I hear. Well, I'm nice, so by default, I should get X Y Z. Or I'm nice. My friends told me I'm nice, so by default I should get X, Y, Z. Um, I'm very, very good, so I should get this. Yeah. And it doesn't work that way. Well, take this even a step further. I wrote an article at the beginning of the year called "Why the Major Blog Blog Why the Blog Concept the Old School Way Died in 2016." Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the things that I mentioned was that. When you go to a blog, mm-hmm. you're not. Blogs are about tastemakers. Mm-hmm. Real blogs are about tastemakers. You go to two dope boys. You have Shake and Mecca. You know that they are the people that are controlling the taste. You know, controlling the taste for that. It's their taste. Mm-hmm. You go to Fake Shore Drive. You have Andrew Barber. It's it's him and Ty. I think. Or, mm-hmm. um, you go to Bringing Down the Band. You know it's Terry and me and mm-hmm. David Peck and Brennan. But you know who that is. Mm-hmm. It's our taste. Mm-hmm. We showcase that to people. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, it's a, a weird sense of entitlement to think that you should be liked by us just because you're from the same city or just from all the, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, at the end of the day, and there's confusion about this, Bringing on the Band is a national, international website. We share hip-hop everywhere. Facts. Beats, eclectic music, and all that. We just happen to be from Indianapolis, we just happen to support Indiana more so than any other place. Right. We share every release or video that gets submitted to us that is not shit. Yep. And by shit, I mean just sound quality. You know, if you rap, have a 10-minute rap about, I'm um, like Lil Yachty's beginning part, yeah, 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 over and over and again for 10 minutes, we no, probably won't was, share it. That was Uzi Vert. My bad. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. You have to give him his just due, man. And first of all, <laughs> first of all, we don't call him. Sorry, Yachty. my bad. Yeah, I never I'm on him. a point though. Okay, so yeah. go ahead. Point is, go ahead. What's your point? If your if your sound quality is really low to where like we can't hear your vocals, we won't share it. But if you just yeah. put out music and it's decent quality, we have a whole hip hop Indiana portion that we share everything with. It doesn't matter. We don't judge that. Um, if it's really dope, we share it to all our avenues. Mm. So 
we have it structured to where we share everything that comes to us as long as it's submitted to us. And as long as you can read and follow directions, then you're straight. Yeah. So just wanted to make that clear. I don't, I don't know if people know that or not. So I don't, I don't think people do. And I, and I want to shout out people that are, you know, I mean, the blog life isn't necessarily an easy thing because there's always people that want to be featured or mm-hmm. they want to, you know, be highlighted and things like that. But it's not like we don't charge people to get on the blog. Right. Like we've never charged anybody to get on the blog. It's it's either you're dope or you're not. Period. You know Period. what I'm saying? So it's just it's it's almost like motivation for you. And we, we try to use our platform as as a platform that all right, when you make it on bringing out a band, at least the main page per se, that I mean you're you're with the people nationally that are that are doing it. So we're trying to right. share you along with all of them. It's it's not we're not trying to like we have the separate entity as well, but we try to include the people from Indianapolis, Indiana, wherever Gary, um Bloomington. Fort Wayne, Bloomington in with all of those groups of people because it's harder to get on the other blogs. But like you said, we're national, so people all around the country are checking for us. It's actually beneficial to uh, the local artists to be on a site that does both. Right. right? Because you're getting the international eyes as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I think people tend to shy away from that or feel like, well, it should just be, uh, it should just be local or you should just do this or you should just do that. Bringing out a band is too big for that. And that's not talking shit. It's just mm-hmm. the numbers back it up. The reach is too big to just be, okay, we're going to focus everything on here. And I think if I was an artist and I was a rapper trying to get exposure, I would use that platform and take advantage of all those eyes and mm-hmm. ears that come through bringing down the band and not focus so much on who's getting posted locally. I wouldn't care about that. I'm using, I'm about the eyes and about the views because the more people that can see you, the better your exposure is. There was actually a song that was inspired by the whole Midwest leak thing. Look out now. um, Look out now. Jonathan Howe. Shouts to city. AKA icon. Um, he, he made a song called a eight head is better than none. Hey, (laughs) and, and, uh, shouts to icon. He runs a city dump records, right? Which is nice. Uh, Recording studio on the south side of Indy. A lot of people use that here, but he he went in on a what's his name, Actor John, for um, I guess he said some slick shit to one of the people at Midwest Leak. Yeah, in reference to him not being included on that list, mm. and he got served. Yeah, and, and for lack of better words, Icon's not even a rapper. Yeah, but the the chorus. I think that's what makes it brilliant because hey, <laughs> it's it's a well put together song, man. Yeah, and he's actually got anybody that that wants to freestyle. I don't know if if uh, that's going to be over by the time this this uh, airs, but he's offering two hours of uh, studio, studio time, time. Yep. for somebody that wants to feel that second part of the song that he posted with just the instrumental playing. If you want to get on there and spit how you feel about what uh, actor John did. By all means, do that for your free two hours. Damn. Hey, I heard it. I thought it was pretty well executed. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah, it is. It is what it is. Lone. Um, I know I jumped into the uh, Dilla event. Did you want to talk about that a little bit? What's, yeah, what's, what's popping with I'm the gonna, Dilla event? I'm going to talk uh, about turn off your radio really quick, and which can be found on. Bringingdowntheband.com okay. slash turn off your radio. Episode. And to be clear, that's just a small portion of what's actually on bringingdowntheband.com. Correct. Yeah. A very we small portion. Spools. Yeah, everything that we share nowadays on Bringing Down the Band is um, releases and videos mostly. Those, mm-hmm. are, those are what get um, blog posts because as um, the music industry becomes more saturated, there's lots of really dope stuff that comes out. So you just got to have a really dope video and a really dope project. Um, so all those singles and individual videos that didn't make it to a post, we put in a playlist every week. Um, so we are on 88. I was going to guess. I was going to say 90. Hmm. We've got a Close. lot of dope songs on here this week. Uh, quite a bit. 
Uh, Shout out a couple of those. Uh, let's see. We got... Anything off the new stick figure project? Yes. There's a new stick figure joint on here. It's his cold song that uh, La Orange produced. Yeah. Nice. Um, we actually shared that video, too. That uh, project's okay. I gave it a listen this yeah. week. Yeah, it's not bad. I haven't heard all the way through yet. Uh, Zule, a uh, song called Triple Crown. Bishop Nuru did a freestyle. Chris Casanova, Smash Brothers. Uh, Rocky Fresh, Boldy James, Danino Farrar, uh, Lando Chill, who I believe is also on uh, Mellow Music Group. Mm-hmm. King Crooked had a had a had a song called Alternative Facts. Nice. Uh, who else we got here? I, I I try to get on SoundCloud. We follow a decent amount of like dope artists on SoundCloud. And I normally sprinkle in a few SoundCloud artists on everyone, and there are a few of them on here as well. Uh, a lot of instrumental stuff. Uh, Sunreal, Less. Uh, Papoose, Smoke Diz and Pete Rock's new video, uh, Kareem, uh, Kareem Riggins, Sir, Masego. Yes. Yeah, so, it's on, lots the, of joints. It's on I think, the album, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, right now we have 32. I'm guessing we'll probably have around 35, 36 total that you can stream and listen to by the time that drops. Probably going to drop the Locals Only version of this as well, which we do every month. Okay. So if you have songs and you're from Indiana... Get on there, submit us your songs, Shoot and if we like it, and if as long as the sound quality is decent, we'll put it on there. We put it out. We let other people make the determination whether they like it or not. If we really like your stuff, you'll make it to the main page. That's just how it is, um, and you'll get all that social media love. So let's turn off your radio. The other thing is on February 11th uh, at the hi- uh, new newly renovated Hi-Fi. I haven't uh, been yet. I heard it's pretty nice. I, Yes, so that's what I've heard that. as well. Um, <laughs> I heard I heard the the Murphy Building has a decent restroom now. So. Oh, you don't awesome. say! Nice. I know, right? <laughs> it reeked uh, of so much urine. Man. That oh, restroom man. is horrible. Um, so <laughs> basically, uh, <laughs> old soul in, old soul entertainment <laughs> with uh, with us at bringing down the band and uh, Jay Brookins beat battle. Shout out to Jay Brooks in a beat battle. We are doing a collaborative effort of a variety of things to to show love for Dr. Dre and, and uh, Jay Dilla Day combined as one. So we th- there's going to be live musicians playing throughout okay. the night, uh, remakes of classic Dilla's songs, uh, Dre songs, maybe some some of the samples even that they played, maybe blending in. I don't know. I'm not sure what they're going to do this year. Um, but there's going to be a bunch of MCs that are going to be rapping on top of them. A bunch of local, really nice local cats. Um, I believe Man Dog is the DJ as of right now. Um, we are also going to have in the very back, we're going to have three producers that are going to be making beats live with samples flipped from these three artists. Major 7th is one of them. Am I? You are. All right. Uh, another one is The Clinic. Shout to The Clinic. Who is a... Uh, Jay Brookins Beat Battle uh, alumnus as well as yes, you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, Atrax, who's also in the in the battle this year. We may have more. We may not. It just depends on spacing. So I got to talk to Spencer over nice. the hi-fi and see see what it's looking like. Um, it should be fun. It should be a great time. So make sure you uh, you can see it on our on our page on Bringing Down the Band. If you go to our events, you'll see the, the Dre Dilla show there under the events tab. So check that out. Get your pre-sale tickets. Um, so that's it's only eleven days away, so do I want, it. I want to shout out uh before we close here. I got another random shout out too. I got to okay. shout out Spools with the big L hoodie. Oh man, thank I you. I don't know if y'all can see that, but he has a nice big L hoodie. That is very very dope, sir. Thanks, man. Yep. Michael doesn't pay attention. So so here's something, Terry and Spools. Sad. Sad. So tomorrow is February first. Yes. It's five year anniversary of two one twelve. That's right. It is Cut Camp. Cut Camp. So five years Cut Camp strong. That's right. Shout uh, out to Cut Camp. Shout out to uh Cut Camp Familia, man. We got yeah. myself. Go through the roster. Myself, uh, well let's all start. It's Hanks Jones, which okay. is Lone, uh Longevity and um and Grits. We've got uh, Scoot Dubs. Uh-huh. Yep. We've got Black Eddie, okay. aka Rashad the God, and we got the Proforms, which is myself, uh-huh. Big Skits, Ace One, Joe Harvey, nice, and my man Tr. Right, Tom Robots. He's yep. still in there. Okay, and Lone's brother, 
technically. And don't forget yep. J Diff. And DJ J Diff. <laughs> I'm always last. Is the other DJ <laughs> along with I me. Just, I just do shit every once in a while. Shout out to DJ D- J Diff. In but the, it's in really fun movement. when we actually all get to play together. Yeah. we, we Like we will be doing in Columbus, Columbus? Indiana. Yeah. yeah. I don't um, know what the date that is, though. That is February the 10th, I do believe. Is Friday the, the 10th? 10th? Yep. Wow, it's coming up. I will be the roadie for that. I'm going. Uh, it's at La, La, La Petite Caribe, I think is the name yeah. of the place in Columbus, Indiana. You're going to catch me and J. Diff, both DJing, um, which is fun. And then the whole, hopefully, uh, the whole cut train. I'm going to try to bring my live group. production set out. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to see what joints we do. And I'm going to try to bring my joint out play yep. live. Shout, so. shout out to DJ J. Diff with the, with the, uh, with the Eeyore movement right there. I'm always last. Nah, that wasn't no Eeyore shit. <laughs> that, w- that was real that shit. Wasn't, that wasn't that Eeyore. <laughs> nah. I apologize, uh, brother. What else do we have? Anybody else have anything else coming up? I um, did not. No, did we talk about the hat? We didn't. Yep, Terry didn't look that up. So, so let's see. Nope, <laughs> now, we forgot to bring it out for half the show, which, we, which if you watch, you'll see me pointing at Spools, and Spools going, huh, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of fun. <laughs> so this right here is a part of No Bad Ideas, a brand new line that they just launched called Oddities. Nice. Um, it's kind of like a separate uh, a separate line of, of a variety of things. Actually, my wallet, which is in my pocket, is a part of uh, their, their line as well. But this is... Dope. We've shared the Sativa joint in the past... And yes. we've shared some of their oddity stuff in the past, but they just officially launched it. So this Indicate hat is uh, one that's on their website and available. The dad joint. Um, nice. So, yeah. And the chapstick nice. I have on right now I got from my good people at Coleman Dental. So. Coleman masterful. Dental masterful, long, masterful on your execution there. See this? <laughs> awesome. The execution was excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke there. Brilliant, 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 brilliant. <laughs> I think that's going to wrap up episode 14. We are the new old heads. To my left, as always, Longevity, DJ J. Diff. And on the right, DJ Spools. For No Bad Ideas, Coleman Dental, and BringItDownTheBand.com. We always got to shout out the sponsors. Shout out to the sponsors. Printfinity. Printfinity in the building as that's well. Right. Make sure you get that gear from my man, DJ J. Diff. We are the new old heads. We will see you next Thursday. Go Falcons. (laughs) (laughs) Peace.